0: Give Lord some praise this morning. Y'all know I like to let him know that we are in the house. Amen. When my way draws near, precious Lord lingers near. When my life Is almost gone. I try (laughs) to Hear my cry. Hear my call. Hold my hand lest I fall. Precious Lord. Take my hand and lead me on. You know, normally (laughs) when I sing a song, it's going to coincide with the sermon I have. That's not the case this time. It's just that song. It's just that song been lingering. See, we traded cars one day or my wife didn't work that day and I took the red car and she has the CD of her mother singing that song. And I got to get that song where we all can hear it because her mother had this most beautiful voice. And it was like I've heard that song in many, many different ways, many different people. But that was one of the most I I played it like 10 times riding, you know, in the car and it touched me, you know. And I had the pleasure of meeting and hearing her mother sing when we dated many, many years ago. So I had that pleasure of meeting her and actually hearing her. But I hadn't realized at that time how great she sounded singing that song. So it's not a part of my sermon. My sermon today is straight about what what the world is missing now. And we're missing a lot of it. It's called generosity. Mm -hmm. See, the world is not generous anymore. People are not generous to each other. One hand always helped the other. But it's just not happening like that anymore. But see what we know, because we are Christians, is the world of the generous will get bigger and bigger. And the world of the stingy will get smaller and smaller. Yeah. And it's the truth because he says it in the Bible and uh it was written way before uh uh, uh 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 any of us was born. It's here and I believe the word. So today we're going to start at uh um Proverbs uh 1 Proverbs 12 and 24. Proverbs 12 and 24. And see, the thing is with me is that uh. you may think that you don't have something. You may think that you're lacking in something. And I'm going to make a couple of people mad. You're lacking in it because that's all you want. You're lacking in it because that's all you can handle. See, God will give you things Like I mentioned earlier, he wants us to have things. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to be generous. He wants us to be generous because when we're generous, he's generous. He's generous with us. But a lot of people like to hold what God gives them. And God didn't give it to you to hold. God gave it to you to be a blessing. To Somebody else and when you are blessing to somebody else God sees that and he blesses you come on, come on. See you want more you give more That's right. <laughs> It says that in the Bible and like I said at first The world of the generous will get larger and larger yes. And the world of the stingy will get smaller and smaller yes, yes. Let's read I'm sorry. Let's read uh Proverbs 11 and 24 Bear with me here. It says, a man may give freely and still his wealth will be increased. A man will give freely, give, not always take, give freely and his wealth will be increased. And another man may keep back more than is right, but only comes to be in need. That means he gonna hold on to it. That means he gonna hold on to it. So the uh, the thing is, uh, I like the King James version of it. Anybody have it? Let me know so I can get close to you. I want my listeners to hear the other version, King James. What you got, Deacon? Transfer c Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Bingo, bingo. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> That's what it says. So uh also, and, and, and like me, you know, I'm a little lazy. So I got this version that is so easy to read. So I study more on this version when I should have been studying in the King James version. See, a lot of people think that the King James version is difficult to read because of the way it's worded. But if you read the word of God and you read it more frequently, you'll understand it. So I should be reading out the King James version, but I'm not. I'm reading out the lazy man's version. I call it. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it, but ain't no shame in my game. And I always tell the truth because I learned the truth will set you free. So if I bug y'all to read the King James version, don't worry. I'm going to come sit right next to you so everybody can hear it. <laughs> A man may give freely and still his wealth will be increased and another man may keep more than is right. But only comes to be in need. See, I understand that version also. But here's the deal. Somebody give you $50 and you got that $50 in your hand and you walk by somebody and they sitting there hungry and you won't even walk in the subway and buy them a sandwich because you holding that $50 Well, this is what happens. When God tried to increase that, he can't, he can't increase it because you're holding on to it too tight. You're holding on to it so tight. So what can go into this balled up fist? Nothing. But I know if I release a little bit to the heavens, a little bit will come back to me. If I release a lot, a lot of come back to me. Now, I'm not saying, you know, uh, go spend all your money. I'm just saying, you know, hey, uh, uh, don't be stingy. God doesn't like a stingy person. God gives us things to be a blessing to others. Now, you may not have no money. That's right. You may not got no money. You may got time. You may got time. You can volunteer somewhere. You can do something from some, for somebody somewhere besides doing everything for yourself. That's right. It may sound harsh, but if I don't tell the truth, then I won't be who I am. Yes. I, I must tell the truth. We need to Put our time if we ain't got no money. Yes. We need to take those clothes that we don't wear. Because what happened if you give somebody one of those old dresses you got and then they go get a job. But they ain't never been able to get a job before. Mm-hmm. See, on. you may not know that they got that job, but God knows. And then that blessing come in and you're like, Ooh, where did that one come from? Mm-hmm. So your generosity yes. it's your generosity. Yes. God wants us to also. What I uh, also had in here was Proverbs 12 and 24. This applies to me. It says the hand of the ready worker will have authority, but he is slow. But who is slow in his work will be forced, will be put to force work. So what that meant is lazy people at work, the, the job that God gave you. You're going to be there a long time making a little bit of nothing. But if you take that little bitty job that God gave you and do something with it and go in there with pride and go in there smiling and go in there and do the job that God gave you, he will bless you with other stuff. He will bless you with a better job. But if you go in there lazy, guess what? You'll be my age. You'll be 58 years old hating your job. Not liking your job because in the season where God gave you the season to progress, you was procrastinating. Right. See, when I supposed to been progressing, I was procrastinating. Yeah. Tell the truth, shame devil. And that's what they used to always say when I was a kid. Now the reason why I'm coming to you like that, we're gonna start today's sermon because they ain't got nothing to do with my sermon. We're going to start today's sermon at Matthew 25 and 14. Now, before, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to do it like this since I got the lazy version, I call it. And it's not really the lazy version, it's just made more simply for uh, uh, people like me to just read it and understand it like that. If that makes any sense to anybody. Okay. Matthews twenty five and fourteen for it for it is as when a man about to take a journey got his servants together and gave them his property. And to one he gave five talents, meaning money, to other he gave two talents, and to another he gave one, every one as he was able. And then he went on his journey. The King James Version says to everyone's ability. So some people like why he give five to one and three to the other one and one to me. See, some people always worried about what other people got. That's right. <laughs> what God gave other folks, what school somebody else went to. You weren't able to go to that type of school. What they parents had and yours didn't. See, God want to see how you work with what he gives you. Mm-hmm. What he gives you. And the most important part of that, what I just read is according to their abilities. Yeah. See, God already knows your abilities. Yeah. He already knows what to give you right now because he already knows what you can handle yeah. right now. Now, it ain't nothing against you. It's just that he wants you to put in the work so he can give you more to handle. He wants to give you more to handle. He wants to give you more responsibility. He wants you to have more responsibility, but not the type of responsibility that's going to stress your life and do all of that. It's going to build you the responsibility that he wants you to have. See, in the Bible, a lot of people don't know it, but it talks about money. whether gold or silver over 800 times It's about the second most talked about in the Bible. Believe it or not, over 800 times because God wants us to have that. But he wants us to do a little work for it. Yes. He just don't want to give it to us. We want to be we need to be obedient to his word in order to have it. He wants us to grow over 800 times in the Bible for real. So when I heard this, I Googled it. Of course, y'all know me. I Google everything. I got to have my Google due diligence because I don't want to tell you nothing. I'm not going to sit up here and tap dance for you and talk loud and try to look good. I want to know what I'm telling you. And I want to know what I'm telling you is the truth. So yeah, I check it out sometimes. And and sometimes I'll be like, if it's too ridiculous, I'll be like, should I text the pastor to find out is this for real or not? I'll be thinking it. I'll be thinking it because see, one thing the pastor do, she lets me know. If I post something on Facebook, it ain't right. Uh-uh, uh-uh, Mr. Robeson. <laughs> I was just wondering Uh, see that post you put on Facebook. Oh, she'll let me know in a flash Gordon, if y'all know who that is. No, y'all don't know. Y'all too young for that. (laughs) But see, it's mentioned in the Bible so many times that what people do, they want to go to finance people. They want to look at the government. They want to look at all types of things on how to increase their money. They want to listen to people talk. They want to listen to all of this garbage on how they should have and get money. But they don't go to God. You need to go to God for your money. You need to go to God for your money. You need them know you need money. You need to let them know what you need it for. It ain't like he ain't going to help you get it. He might, you may have to do a little work for it. But let me get back to this story. Let me get back to this story here. Let me uh get this started back up. It says, once again, so in, in the King James Version, it says a heavenly man. On 25 and 14, anybody got the uh, King James Version? Or another version where it may say a heavenly man? It says uh, 2514. Uh Uh-huh. This is NIV. It says, and again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. Okay. And I know I read one uh, um, where it said a heavenly man. But anyway, it was a man of God. Okay. Then he uh, goes on to uh, 25 and uh, 15 and to one he gave five talents and to another two and to another one and to everyone as as they were able. In other words, according to their ability. And he went on his journey straight away who he uh, straight away. He who had been given the five talents went and did trade with them and he made five more talents. So he took the master's money, he did some work, some investigation, and he wound up doubling the master's money. In the same way, he who had been given two got two more. He went to work, and he got two more. But he who was given one went away and put it in the hole in the earth and kept his Lord's money in the secret place. In other words, he dug a hole and buried the money. The first one, he invested, made five more. The second one went to work, made two more. But the last one dug it a hole. You know, it's funny. This was written so long ago, but it still used the same type of words that we use when we we're in uh, uh, debt. We dug a hole. <laughs> this, was, this was so long ago, but this is what we use today. <coughs> Oh, I dug a hole so deep in my credit. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to dig it out. And then people think that they dug a hole so deep that they can't get out. They need a shovel to get out. Forget that shovel. Our God got a backhoe. He'll dig it right up out of there. But you got to believe it, though. Amen. And he goes on to say. "Where was that? Uh, 15? Yes. Straight away. I'm going to read it again. Straight away, he who had been given five talents. When and did trade with them and made five more. In the same way, he who had been given two got two more. But he who has been given the one went away and put it in a hole in the earth and kept his lord's money in a secret place. Mm. Goes on to say, not a long time. The Lord of those servants came and makes and, and comes and makes up his account with them. And he who had five talents came with him another five talents, saying, Lord, you gave into me care five talents. See, I have got five more. His Lord said to him, well done, good and true servant. You have been true in a small thing. Yes, That's a good word, a small thing. Yes. See, if somebody gave me five bags of money, if they was dollars, if they were five bags of money right now it ain't that small to me. But to God, it's a small thing. See, a lot of people, they got a lot of money, but they got ugly hearts. They got ugly hearts. And they money don't mean nothing because to God, they money is a small thing. It ain't much. People have millions and millions of dollars in the bank, but that's to God a small thing. It, God says, is that all? So the the, the Lord of this uh, uh these servants said, You've been true in a small thing. I will give you control over great things. Take your part in the joy of your Lord. See, meaning that, yeah, I'm not may not give you more money, but I'm gonna give you more responsibility because you can handle the small things. God wants to give us more, but can we handle the small things? It goes on to say, and he who had the two talents came and said, Lord, you gave to into you gave into my care. Two talents. See, I have got two more. And it goes on to say his Lord said to him, well done. Good and true servants. You have been true in a small thing. I will give you control over great things. Yeah. Take your part in the joy of the Lord. And he said, who had, uh, who had the one talent came and said, Lord, I have knowledge that you are a hard man getting grain where you have not put seed and making profits for which you, not, which you have not done work. OK, number one, the man that gave you a bag of money and you're going to come back talking about, well, I know you're a hard man. See, if you notice, the first two said you have gave me. They didn't say uh, 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 you're a good man, you're a bad man. No, you gave me this and this is what I done. But like a lot of us, we want to make excuses because we know digging that hole wasn't the right thing to do. We know spending that extra money on that Macy's card when you had no money in the first place wasn't the right thing to do. Digging that extra hole. So we start off with, okay, well, that sweater cute. Even though it put me back in the hole, but at least the sweater cute. So this man was saying, uh... I'm going to have to learn y'all forgive me here. Oh, and he said with the one talent came and said, Lord, I had acknowledged that you are a hard man getting in gain, grain where you have not put seed and making profits for which you have not done work. And I was in fear and went away and put your talents in the earth. Here is what is yours so everybody else took it they appreciated it they profited on it and they were blessed for it but he decided that he's going to bury it in the ground because he's scared of the man that gave it to him because the man has the grain that he did not plant seeds for and he gets stuff you know like our bosses they watch us do the work and they get all the profit that's just the way of the world you know And he goes on to say, but his Lord and answered said to him, you are a bad and and unready servant. If you had knowledge that I get grain where I did not put seed and make profit for which I have done no work. Why then did you not put my money in the bank? And at my coming, I would have got back what is mine with interest with interest see if he would have just took the money put it in the bank he would have got a little something something out the deal but instead he took it and buried it in the ground and we know if you put a seed in the ground it'll grow but if you put some money in the ground it ain't gonna grow it ain't gonna go nowhere see people are so scared to make that step but God did not give us fear. God did not put fear in us. He wanted us to be fruitful. He wants us to be bold. He wants us to step out a little bit in faith. Yes, In faith. Yes. Your money is not going to grow underground. It's just not going to happen. God wants us to have these things. So he says, take away then his talent and give it to him who has ten talents. Take away that one from that man who ain't got nothing because he didn't let it grow. Give it to the guy who actually worked and doubled up. He'll take away nothing from a person that has nothing and give it to the person that was generous and also thoughtful in the first place. Before I get lost here, (laughs) it says take away then his talent. And give it to him who has ten talents for everyone who has will be given. And he will have more. But for him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. In other words, what you have and you're generous and you increase. And you go out on faith with God's word and believing in his, his word. I don't know about y'all. How many of y'all ever really, really actually been 100% sure? Sure of what? Of anything. <laughs> and when you've been 100% sure, then you ain't scared to step out on that, right? You ain't scared to step out it because you're 100% sure that it's going to work. Well, whatever you do in God, whatever you do with God behind you is 100%. a right. 100%. Don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to move on. See, a lot of people have missed their calling, and, and, and they missed their calling because they were afraid. You hear it so many times about millionaires that go bankrupt. And then they get a million again. Then they become rich again in our lifetime. And we ain't even got a million. Why we don't have it. See, what they did was they rejected fear. They rejected fear. Now, that don't mean that they all got it good. That don't mean that they all did it right, and that don't mean they're going to have it forever. That don't mean that that millions ain't going to be spreaded among the good people like us. It doesn't mean that. What it means is that they weren't scared to try it again. They weren't afraid, and some of them are not even in God, and we are. How come we can't have what they have? Because God has gave us what he thinks we can handle. He thinks that, okay, Richard, this is all you can handle. Uh huh. But see, what I must do is I must show God that, hey, I believe in you and I believe I can have more. I believe I can have more. I don't hold my hands tight. I don't hold my hands tight. If I need if I see somebody in need and they really in need and I can't help, I will help. I will help. I believe in a little generosity. I believe in that. And when I do help, I get more. And if I don't get more, I don't get less. Amen. And I don't worry about if I loan somebody, and I learned this a long time ago. If I loan somebody money, I loan it with the thought is I'll never get it back. I'm sorry. If I loan you some money, I'm loaning you some money, number one, because I want to. And number two, I have no expectations of getting it back from you. So when you give it back to me, I'm surprised. Seriously. Seriously. And therefore, I don't worry about if I gave the money to the wrong person and they don't ever pay it back. I ain't worried about it because I wasn't expecting nothing anyway. And when I do a good deed, I don't do a good deed expecting a good deed back. See, he didn't give them five talents. And then when he doubled it, he didn't give it to him to give it all back in money. Yes. He gave it to him to give it back in responsibility because he had earned greater responsibility. Yes. See, one day Joseph woke up in prison. But he went to sleep as one of the biggest persons in Israel. If y'all know that story, yes. I forgot the job he got. But he woke up that day in prison yes. because he was generous. He was nice. He was offering information in prison. See, he had no money, he had no clothes, but he was giving good information yes. in prison. And one day the emperor called him and he was scared. He's like, Ooh, I'm in prison. The highest man in in, in uh was it Egypt or Israel? I should never go off the story, but it was just in my mind to say this story. The highest man in Israel is calling me? Yes. I'm in big trouble. But instead, he was named, was he named the emperor? He was named one of the highest men in in Israel. He became second in command when he went to Egypt. To Egypt. He was, and you know what? See, it's no shame in my game. I'm going to still learn. I'm in learn. I'm, I'm a minister in progress That's and I am ministered right. learning, but he came the second highest man. He went from the penitentiary Amen. when he woke up. But when he went to sleep, he's the second highest man. You don't know what God got in plan for you. That's right. Amen. Amen. The man with the one talent talking about, well, I know you. See, God said, oh, homie, you don't know me like that. If you think you know me. And you think that things that I can't do, but well, then you don't know me. God says, you do not know me. If you don't think I can do certain things for you, then evidently you don't know me. I got a picture of this uh, uh car in, in my uh locker thing at work. It's not nothing that fancy. It's the old school Cadillac Escalade with that flat top in the back. That's what I want. So I put a picture of it up. Then I looked at it one day and I was like, Lord, I can't even get this. This is old school. This is old school. But see, I don't say that no more. When I look at it now, I say, oh, Lord, I can't wait to get this. I'll be styling and profiling and I'm going to get it. Right now, I'm such such in a hole right now, in debt right now. But I know my guy got a backhoe. He's digging Mm -hmm. me out. Mm -hmm. And I believe it. See, I don't believe I'm going to stay in the hole. Because if you believe you're going to stay in the hole, guess what? You're going to stay in the hole. But I'm not. I don't know how I'm going to get out, but God do. And one day when I pull up in that pretty white Escalade right out there, it ain't much. It's, it's, it's old school. They don't even make them no more. So I think the last one they made was uh 2015, something like that. Not that old, but I mean, it's what I want and it's what I can have. And Amen. we gonna have a house. Amen. We are going to have a house. I'm not saying we might have a house. We maybe we gonna have one. If God, if that's in God's will, which I know it is, because if somebody else can have one. How come I can't have one? Yes. God is not a, 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 what did they say? But take not a person not, respect person. not a respecter of persons. If he will do it for me, he will do it for you. Mm-hmm. He pulled me out of the storm. He pulled me out of the rain. He pulled me out of drugs. He pulled me out of alcohol. Mm-hmm. He pulled me out of uh, depression. Depression. He didn't pull me out of so many things. He'll do it for me. He'll do it for you. Yes. <clears throat> Without a doubt. But we must believe in him and we must do our part. God wants us to have things, but we got to do our part. And we can never say, like pastor said this morning, these words are powerful. If it accidentally come out your mouth, guess what is in the air? So you got to ask for forgiveness, That's right. put it under the blood. You got to ask for forgiveness, but what we put in the air y'all is what we receive. That's right. Amen. If you can't if you keep saying I can't never do it, then guess what? You will never do it. But if you constantly say even when it looks bad, even when the storm, even in the rain, if you keep saying it. That's right. You got to believe in today. Yes. You got to believe it today. You got to believe it tomorrow. You got to believe it the next day. And if it don't happen next year, keep on believing it. Yes. He may be just testing you out. Yes. He may be just checking you out. Yes. He may be just checking to see how serious you are yes. about him. Yes. People talking about they don't believe. People be telling me they don't believe what they don't see. Yeah, that's right. They ain't got it that's why they ain't got it but you know most of the time the people tell me that the wind blow the wind blow and I say did you see that Jesus. see what what was that just blew your hair did you see that no it was the wind did you believe the wind just blew your hair Or well, did you believe in things you don't see don't say you don't believe in nothing you don't see but you feel the wind and you get a chill you know, you got to believe in God and I'm going to cut it short because there ain't none of this part of my sermon. <laughs> I, I'm going to cut it short but Follow I ain't the did Spirit. this. Holy Spirit. Follow the Spirit. I ain't did this in a while but I'm going to do it today. <clears throat> Follow the Holy See, when people walk in the door they do like this. They just sit down. They don't do this. Is the chair sturdier? Is it going to fall if I sit down? You know why they don't do that? They believe in the chair. They believe in the chair. They believe, in the chair. They believe more in that chair than they do in their God. See, they believe this chair ain't going to fall when they sit in it, but they don't believe God to give them the Cadillac that they want. They don't believe that God will give them the house that they want. But they believe that if they sat in a chair that it won't break. Do anybody know who made this chair? Because I certainly don't, but I know who made me. That's right. Come on now. Amen. <laughs> 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 I'm going to tell, tell you something. It's all about belief, y'all. And God is going to give you what he thinks your ability is to handle let's raise our ability let's what that song say step your game up let's step our game up because we deserve and we will have more but we got to believe it up in here and we got to get it from the guy who gives it to me you know people be talking about uh uh you a minister kind of cool with all those earrings and all that but look i get my coolest from the coolest They used to say swag. I get my swag from the swaggiest of them all. Yes, I'm cooler than ice water. That's because God is the ice. (laughs) Okay, I'm through clowning y'all. I will end with another song. Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. And Lord, if you're healing, healing in this season, don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Amen. Give Lord a little praise. Amen. 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 Amen.